The views and opinions expressed on Deliberately Linked are entirely those of the host, who are completely responsible for all show content. These views and opinions are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure in any way any kind of condition, or to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or personal practice. Nor is the information presented deemed to be accurate or verifiable. What is up, Deliberately Linked viewers? Lace them up and lock it in. Because on today's show, Mark and I are going to discuss the power of name-calling and the effect that it has on your life, but more importantly, those in your life. Absolutely, yeah. I think maybe if you're listening right now, let's just dispel this. We're not talking about calling people bad names. Nope. Psych. Um, As I could see you taking it that way. Yeah. And we could easily do a whole entire show on that and how that works. But Which we might. And it's yeah, it's actually got great potential. <laughs> yeah. um, no, we're talking about this is what we talked about. If you listened to last week's show, when we challenged everybody to your New Year's resolutions, the areas mm-hmm. to make it, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually, and then the human kind effect. Yeah. Okay. This is this falls right in line with the human kind effect. It does very um, much. So. If you're a regular listener or viewer, you hear Josh and I talk about this all the time, especially when you're going to places where name tags are in use, you know, whether it's a waitress, a waiter, a a person that works at your local grocery store or whatever it may be. And just utilizing that first name, that namesake, um, there's so much psychological impact to those names. I mean, think about it. I know me, I I was that kid, mom and dad, why did you name me Mark? (laughs) I wanted to know what the thought process was. And I know my kids, my kids have all said, how did I get my name? They want to know the story behind it. And once you understand there's a story behind it and understand the thought that went into it, there's a lot of ownership there. There's some pride that goes into that name. And then the effect that it has on you is quite enormous. It is. I mean, a a person's name is the greatest connection to their own identity. Yeah. And the power that that has, not only when you are using and calling someone by their name, but the power that it has when someone calls your name. I mean, we've all been there, especially an individual that we have met once maybe twice yeah and it's been a while since you've seen them and they say hey mark hey josh and you're like wow you remember my name because i don't remember your name exactly (laughs) you know what i mean yeah well and then when you don't remember how crappy do you feel yeah after you felt so good that they took the time to remember your name and you because you you're right mark you do recognize that yeah you're like wow i feel bad that i didn't remember happens to me all the time i know i know all the time yeah we've well we've all been there where someone will introduce themselves you they give you your name you give them their name and you you might even tell them hey i'm not good with names i'm gonna forget this well there's so many times like heather's actually really good at this and we'll be driving somewhere and i'm like okay remind me again what's his wife's name what's their kids names yeah like heather just rambles all that stuff off like it happened yesterday for sure because i don't want to be the guy that goes in like look i didn't give you much thought i mean i give you thought but it's unless i'm having that daily interaction Mm -hmm. it's very difficult yeah. No, I mean, it, it is. And even when, as, as business owners, guys, and our, our, our entrepreneurs, excuse me, that are on the show, um, take note. And a lot of you, I bet, are doing this already. And if you are, congratulations, because it is such an important quality. But like the simple task of making that relationship just by using someone's name can be night and day of making whatever business deal, having whatever success oh, that sure. you were looking to have um, sure. in this endeavor. And and I think we might touch a little bit on how studies have shown a little bit the overuse of someone's name at times. And I think there, there is a balance between it. Um, but it, it's amazing. You're you almost have to out. be kind of stealthy because some of the practices that you, know, you can put into play uh, in order to remember people's names better 
require you repeating the name. Yeah. Um, but you almost have to be stealthy in the which way you do it. So as to not like, you're not just putting on full display that, Hey, I'm saying your name over and over cause I'm trying to remember it. I mean, it's, it's truly a habit that you need to put into a practice and refine that practice. Yeah. Um, so it comes off natural, but at the same time it does, it serves a much higher purpose to what you're trying to accomplish. And I think in the end of the, honestly, a lot of this show today is really pointed towards those in business, whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you're just an employee, it's a really a business thing. No doubt. Um, because personally we build relationships. It right. happens regularly. It happens over time. It happens because of consistency. Correct. In business, you can work with somebody on a regular basis, but only see them once or twice a year. Right. So yeah. that's where it kind of really comes into play and why it's so important to do that because that's how those relationships are built. It's not built on the everyday email. It's built on those once or twice a year face-to-face communications. Yeah. Well, Mark, I find it interesting because you're you're so right that it is a, a a business focus and learning people's names and the importance of it. It's growing up. It's not it's nothing that we learn in school. No. They don't they don't give a class on this. Hey, you know, use people's names when you're addressing them. But psychologically, studies have shown the reason naturally we do it so much, either in business related or just personal relationships is like we've said, the effect that it has on ourselves. Because, for Mark, for instance, you and I, I think this is one thing that we try to be really good at. And we've said it before on the show and already on this show, that when we go to somewhere like Kroger's and someone yeah. has a name tag and you address them by their name, that is that is nothing that any of us really grew up learning how to do. But we know that the effect that it has personally on us. So Names open doors. It, it, it does. And yeah. you just, you automatically want to be able to give that same gratifying feeling yeah. i think for our southern others. viewers and listeners kroger's is like a piggly wiggly that's a good point yeah, yeah. i guess kroger's yeah. is not everywhere yeah so it's it's yeah. it's actually kroger's is making its way down the eastern seaboard yeah. but if you're somewhere else it's that's our piggly wiggly yeah um but no it's I, here's what it is your name is a gift okay i mean this goes back to literally biblical times they always say what is your christian name what is your given name mm -hmm. that is your name yeah. that, that's your gift your parents gave you this gift um back in the time names used to hold so much more relevant or yeah relevance because that name sometimes was the way in which you were conceived or how you were brought out in the area in which you came from so it had a story with it yeah. so people take a lot of pride in that uh, even to this day last names and even in modern times mean a lot to people because yeah. of the area of origin and it's part of who I am and it's my heritage. So when you're using people's names automatically, that is coming off as a view of respect for sure. They, they feel that they feel the respect they're gaining from that. And then instantly what happens? Guards come down. Mm -hmm. People are more willing to talk. They're willing to open up. And if you're in business or in personal, but mostly I think in business, that's how the deal, that's where the deal begins. It does. Yeah. That's what, you know, it's funny because when this time, <laughs> This may have nothing to do with anybody. People, you might think I'm stupid, uh, which is the other name calling. But <laughs> when I was reading about this, and I instantly thought of um, Tommy Boy, the movie. I don't know if I've seen this. You know, Chris Farley, he's one of my all-time favorites. I grew up in that generation, that generation of SNL. Yeah, for sure. Um, but his dad was huge salesman. He's the guy they say he could sell you know, ice to an Eskimo, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Well, when he died... Chris Farley's character has to take over his sell selling route. Okay. He's got to save the company. Okay. He has no relationship with any of these people. And all of his communication is, excuse me, Mr. So-and-so, right. Mr. So-and-so, Mr. Yeah. CEO, Mr. President. Well, when his dad used to walk in, it was Jim, Bill, Todd, you know, Bob. Right. They had that relationship. Yeah. So he's just struggling 
until he finally finds his way. And it's like, that's what this is. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have business relationships out there where you're like, man, I wish this felt more comfortable. This is a great beginning Mm -hmm. area. This is where you should start. You don't need to know the guy, what his daily habits are or the girl and what her daily habits are, but you kind of need to know who they are as a person with that name. Right. No, I, I would so agree with Mark. And that's a, that's a good analogy. I, Honestly, I've heard of that movie, and I, need, I feel like I need to go it's watch it now. super funny. Um, sounds I goofy. think about it because I am the fat guy in Little Coat, so. <laughs> um, but something that, like, kind of piggying back off of what you were just saying is, obviously, the, the power of name-calling when you're addressing someone and that gratifying feeling that they get is super important. But at the same time, there are so many behind-the-scenes things that the power of name-calling has. For example, when when you address someone, not only do that do those endorphins or chemicals release that like, wow, I'm, I feel automatically respected, yeah, or, or or liked or whatever it might be, but the the attention that you can have is by the snap of the fingers. I yeah. think when addressing someone, and you you see it a lot with individuals and in, in authority roles where they are addressing maybe their employees or someone like that, and in a business meeting or or you're trying to accomplish things uh, with a business partner, and I've I've have recently learned the importance of this, and I'm trying to get better at it, and I and I'm not good at it by no means, but it's something that I've recognized that's important, mm-hmm. so I try to do it better. But not only when you're trying to sell something, but when you're working with people, yeah, and that same effect that 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 the by using their name can have on them, saying, "Hey, Mark, like." almost when you notice them trying to almost zone out of like what the task is at hand and like it's it's almost like by saying their name it's like clapping and like saying wake up yeah type thing yeah and it's it's so extraordinary the results that i've just i've personally have seen um hand on hand with myself of like hey like we i feel like the train is not moving or like actually fun fact here we're getting ready to have a a big team meeting for visionary meals for all of our local sponsors and stuff like that and and one thing you know that i always try to press myself to do is address each individual in their room in the room by their name yeah and and it's not only just to make them feel good but it's hey it's, it's an attention it is it's hey what we're sharing right now guys is is important we have an hour window and it needs to get across I'm going to I'm going to share. I don't care if there's 12 people in the room. Each person, I'm probably going to say your name multiple times. Correct. Because it's easy, especially when you're in a room full of a lot of people and you're pre- presenting something or whatever it might be. People zone out, this and that. The second you say, "Hey, Zach," he he perks up. He's like, "Oh, he's like he yeah. knows I'm here." Yes. He knows I'm here. And yes. It, 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 there's just <laughs> there's so much value behind it outside of just the customer standpoint, even too. Which well, is I think easy to dive into. I, I, I think from a standard average Joe, per se, or average Jane, yeah, most of us don't dive into the whole um, science side of it. And you, you already brought it up, the endorphins, the release, the body, what it goes through when that happens. But if you go and do any research on you know, literally uh, your most uh, impressive, successful uh, business owners in the history of America, the one thing they all have in common is this. They have this skill. Yeah. And some and sometimes, I mean, sure, we could say they cheat. Um, and they have somebody else who's very good at reminding them, whatever. It is. But that's not the point. The point is, is how it's used. Right. Because what they want people to know is, is yes, I may be way up here. I may be CEO mm-hmm. living on the mansion on the hill. Right. But you know what? The guy who's living in the neighborhood or the suburbs is important to me. Yeah. 
So I need to show him I'm invested in him. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what we're talking about. You gain their attention by showing your investment. Correct. You're, this is not a authoritative attention. Right. This is an invested attention. I want your attention because I want you to know I know who you are. You're important to me. You're valuable to me. Mm-hmm. And when people hear their first names, that's what it is. It's a sense of value. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay, you took the time. For sure. Because even if you didn't remember it and you had one of your five personal assistants tell you, you still took the time to invest, say, hey, I need to make sure I know yeah. what I'm talking about here. It's excruciatingly important in the world of business. No doubt. Um, you, you can, and I know one of the articles we read, uh, Carnegie's quoted. And, and I mean, if you haven't read, if you're an entrepreneur and have not read any Carnegie books, Get I'm just telling it. you, you probably should. Get with it. Um, the guy was a true visionary to the definition of visionaries. No we talk here all the time. Um, you know, you can go him, you can go Henry Ford, um, you could go a lot of guys like that. You know, uh, W.M. Kellogg, right. those guys were legit. Um, they didn't have the books or the podcasts to teach them. They invented this stuff. Right. They, they saw did. they saw the effects. Yeah. They, they, were, they were exercising science before people knew the science mm-hmm. behind it mm-hmm. um, because they knew the effect that it had on them. I think a great story. This is a great story. Yeah. Um, so I think his name's Mint. Milton Hershey, who's Hershey, Pennsylvania, obviously we all know the Hershey bar. He invented the American version of milk chocolate. Before he knew how to make milk chocolate, the dude was building his factory and the town of Hershey, Pennsylvania, because his number one priority was my employees. Mm. And he's quoted many times, happy employees that know that you're invested in them will work harder for you. So he built all of their homes. He built his factory before he even had a recipe that he could sell. Wow. Yes. So he, he knew built that he, all of their homes for them to where they're living. Hershey, Pennsylvania, when it started and was founded, was literally just an employee compound. Because <laughs> you got to remember when he started this, people didn't have cars. This was really before the middle class could afford cars. So they were walking to work. So he did all this before the actual Hershey Bef- product was released. Absolutely. What did he do before? Where'd this money come from? So, okay, well, another history <laughs> lesson. So, um, this is great. This if, is if you're an entrepreneur, if you're an entrepreneur, this is fantastic. So, M- Milton Hershey dropped out of school in sixth grade. Okay, he was not an educated man. Okay, he went and did a, an apprenticeship at a confectioner's, which back then that's what they called a candy maker, okay. a confectioner. And then um, he started his own uh, caramel business. Had a ca- caramel business. Caramel was easy to make. It's basically burnt sugar. Caramel or caramel? Well, I think. Caramel, caramel, potato, potato. <laughs> For those of us who like to cook, it's caramel. That's uh, caramel. Um, <laughs> this guy is freaking yuppie. <laughs> so he, he, he did this, and you know, he sold it for back then the equivalent of a million dollars. Okay. So he took that Jeez. million dollars, and he built all these houses and built his modern factory. Wow. And the only thing – this is the only experience he had with milk chocolate because at the time, Chicago's World Fair would – People would come from all over the world right. to put their stuff on display at this place. And he was there in Nestle. Nestle, yeah. which is not an American brand, it's yeah. actually a European brand, was there. And it's the first time he'd ever tasted milk chocolate. Yeah. And so he's like, I've got to make this. I've got to duplicate this. But he built all that before that because he knew if I want to be successful, my employees are where my success will begin and end. So he treated all of them like family, knew all their names, their kids were there, everybody had a job. When the Great Depression hit, nobody took a layoff. He cut all of his proceeds back, so everybody kept working because he knew the value. He was practicing the science before the science. See, guys, Mark 
is obviously a walking textbook. <laughs> That's why he's on the show. He he picks up from my stupidity. But no, that is super fascinating, yeah. Mark. And it's interesting because think about being in those shoes of those employees, almost having a job without a job. They're like, this is great. Yeah, I get a, I get a house out of this. And, yeah. But think about the trust that Mr. Hershey built with these individuals just by showing him, hey, like, I respect you. I oh, have yeah. your back. I love you. All right. This is what I'm going to do for you. And they all bought in on that before something was even out in the market. It could have been a dud. Yeah. It could have been a dud. Yeah. And he said, he, hey, this is my plan. You, so this is, this is a great twist. Before he had a product, he was sending salesmen out without a product to sell the, the product. What? <laughs> That's crazy. Here's the crazy part. They were so bought into who he was. They're selling this stuff like it's going out of style because they were selling him. Wow. So his investment to them was reaped back thousands times over yeah. because of what he displayed. So they're selling these candy bars that hadn't even made yet. Yeah. And like people are buying in left and right. Right. I mean, these salesmen come in, they're like, you want me to go sell this without even like a product, product. to pass out? How? Like how? <laughs> and they did. That's crazy. That's they a, did. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it, it, at, one, at one point in time, you got to remember when the, all, all the Great Depression, everything was crashing. Um, the Hershey bar never actually went into the negative. Wow. Hershey chocolate always stayed positive. Yeah. And you guys uh, might sit there and be like, okay, what does this have to do with name calling? It, it has everything everything to do with name calling because I guarantee you that was the foundation, the forefront of these relationships that he's that he built yeah. with these individuals. And that's what Mark and I are talking about today, guys. Name calling is just a small, small, small puzzle piece to the equation. Everything that, well, not everything, but a lot of things that we talk about in our show are puzzle pieces that we try to put together for these, for building these types of relationships that obviously Mr. Hershey was able to build. And I guarantee you, name calling and that personal personalization yeah. with his employees, future employees, whatever you want to call them at the time, that is where and how that trust and, and growth was built because guys, that is that's what this is all about. Name calling is about that trust. Name calling is about that respect. And I guarantee you, he was able to do that through the simple task of name calling with, don't get me wrong, along of a plethora of other things that he was able to build this relationship with these individuals. But the power behind th that relationship that he was able to build, Mark just said it, guys. They, they went out and sold a product that wasn't even on the market. And that Correct. shows the true importance of not only name calling, but just relationships as a whole. And it all starts with addressing someone by their name. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, here, here's what I'm trying to get across to people. We're not reinventing the wheel. We never do that mm -hmm. here. But we have said this th countless times on here. Every individual, and we've always encouraged every individual to be this one thing, be a bank. Yeah. Treat your body like a financial institute. Yeah. You want people, you know, adding value. You want them making deposits. Correct. So when you go meet somebody, and even if they don't understand the exercise of that, when you're utilizing that name and that personalization, you're adding into that bank and they're yeah. feeling good. Yeah. And do you know what you're doing? You're not building temporary short-term relationships. You're building long-term relationships. Right. And those do pay dividends. Mm -hmm. That That is... That, that's basically the return on your investment yeah. because as entrepreneurs listen to this, once again, I've never, I'll never claim to be, I don't even have a desire to be an entrepreneur. It, I, it's marketing is so far out of my realm of things I enjoy. <laughs> it's not even funny, but for, I, what I understand is, is I understand people yeah. 
and I understand how success is made. And if you're an entrepreneur out there saying, hey, I'm doing well, but I want to go to the next level, this is a next level step. I mean, because you want to build these relationships, you want to build these partnerships with people who are driven and want to be successful with you. And what happens is you use each other as stepping stones. No one is letting you step on them unless you have that relationship. Correct. Yeah, no, I like that, Mark. And I kind of want to back up a little bit. And you're going you're gonna to hate me for going here because you're like, oh, well, that's a show for another time. But I, have, I, I couldn't help get it off my mind as you were speaking when you spoke a little bit about the authority aspect yeah. inside a corporation, inside a, a business, what really whatever it could be. That, and, and I thought of this because of your experience with firefighting. And I'm mm-hmm. going to kind of flip it here a little bit based off the topic that we've talked about doing in the future. But I, and I don't want to stay on this long, but I just want to hit it real quick. Military, fire, police, when you go through the academy, um, you go through basic or whatever, these sergeants, these individuals in command will purposely, will purposely use names that are degrading. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And because they know the opposite effect that it has. Correct. And I know this kind of does apply to the other topic, but I it's it's fascinating to me because But it's good to understand both sides. It is because yeah. they they will address you as a you you are a 25 30-year-old man, man, male standing in front of this superior and he's calling you boy. Oh yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And and it's done to be in a degrading way. Boy is gentle. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And and I'm sure you've experienced much more. And I know um, a lot of close buddies that I I have that have gone through Navy SEAL and one that's going to go through the the Navy SEAL Academy. The things that these these men (laughs) are are told are meant to obviously tear them down. But it's these superiors in command, they understand what that does psychologically to somebody. Correct. And well, so it's the opposite effect. Well, yeah, and, and that's that's why I think we're we want to bring up the science. We want to bring up the psychological and the medical aspects of this because there are. I mean, with with every action, there's a reaction, whether it's positive or negative. Yeah. So when we're talking about this and we're encouraging you guys to do this, we're encouraging you to try to obviously reproduce or gain the positive effects. Mm-hmm. But realizing by not doing it, maybe inadvertently you're creating a negative effect. Right. And exactly. that's very important to understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm sure you could speak on a multitude of things of the mental barriers that you had to overcome. I mean, gosh darn it, if I even think about it, I think about it from college football. Oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> throwback to episode one when I got on the show yeah. and talked about every name that I got called yeah. in the book. And truly, that is done to be done in a degrading way. And again, I don't want to get too deep into this aspect of the show because it is a day for another show. But it's just, it's fascinating. I couldn't get your experience in the Fire Academy off my mind because I'm yeah. like, the opposite effect that these superiors know that. But I would, and I'll tell you how well they understand it. The very first day you stand there, I mean, there's anywhere between 30 and 60 of you and and standing in, you know, attention, literally quasi military. And that guy is in front of you. There is no script. Yeah. And he knows every person's name. Okay. Okay. So they spend the months in advance of preparing for you to show up. One of the ways they prepare is they learn the entire roster. Wow. And not only the, the roster, the pronunciations of it, there's so many aspects of this. And I think Josh and I will touch on this before we let you guys go today is how to train yourself to do this. Yeah. 
but they do. They train themselves to do that. So literally day one, you're standing there, roll call 0758, and this guy knows my name. Yeah. Do you know what that does for a 22-year-old kid? Oh, crap. I'm like, not only does he know my name, the guy, now I feel like he knows me. Yeah. I better show up. Yeah. The game's not. You're right. It's over. Okay. I, it's time to show up and shut up. Yeah. He he obviously took the time to figure out who I was. For sure. He probably knows where I live. And guess what? <laughs> Every single person in there has that same feeling. Okay. So when the next call is, is we're about to go on a 20-mile run, do you think anybody says a word? No, we're going on a 20-mile run. Right. They understand the science. No doubt. They get that. That's um, cool. It's, but that's where the science comes into play. That's that's the investment. You're yeah. either investing or you're in draw, withdrawing. And obviously, we want everybody here to be investors right. because of the effect it's going to have on the people around you. Crazy effect. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, the effect on people around you, like you said, Mark, <clears throat> and kind of going back into the business realm of things, as we've touched on already, it's so important. And just as, as we kind of discuss this, like Mark was saying, we are going to go into at the very end of the show here shortly about how we go about this, but just to, um, kind of let our business guys and women know a little bit more the, the power of what using someone's name in the field of business. So just fun fact for you guys, for our customer service individuals. So over 70% of customers expect a personalized experience when they walk in the door. So newer generations, such as millennials take a personalized experience for granted. Correct. Studies have shown. So, and that's technology. It is. And that's yeah. ex- it's exactly what it is. But business, okay, business in the United States lose around $83 billion a year as a result that's a B, of folks. Co- poor customer service. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, that customer service, that good customer service starts with addressing someone by their name. And Absolutely. I think of what we do <clears throat> here at Visionary Meals. And it's something that, again, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have amazing mentors in my life, business mentors, uh, faith mentors. And I, every last one of these individuals do it. And, and I also, my wife again, works for a local bank institution and she shares with me all the time. And I, and I, and I look up to the, the guy on, on the, the, the higher seat at this bank. And I don't look up to him because I'm like, he has a plane. He has this. I want that. Sure. I want that. That's not why I look it's up to him. It's how he handles himself. It's exactly. It's how, it's how he handles himself. And this individual, and she shares this stuff with me all the time. And it always sticks with me because he'll, he'll go up to Ashley. And, okay, he is, he is the president of the bank. Yeah. Okay. So he, he, there's a lot of people he needs to know. He has to go way down the ladder to get to Ashley. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, she's kind of at the bottom right now, but yeah. hey, we're, we're grinding. Anyways, she'll, she'll, he'll obviously go to Ashley, address her by name. Okay, cool, impressive. Not that, I mean, she's your employee. He'll ask, he'll say, how's Josh doing? Yes. How's his business? Yes. How's Debbie and Terry, as in my parents? How's Tyler, as in my brother? Yeah. He knows. How's each, Oliver, as in the dog? <laughs> he knows each and every one of our names. Correct. And she'll come home and share that with me. And her jaw is almost still on the ground as like, that is so impressive. It is. And she asked him one time, how, how do you remember, how do you know all these people's names? And this is shortly we're going to go into how you do this. But for him personally, and I think every everyone's going to have their own knack on how to do this, but he'll say their name three times in his head as he's, as he's walking away. Correct. And he, And he remembers it just like that. But even deeper... If there is a, a, a an event that was shared 
attached to that person's name. He carries around a booklet. And he writes it down. And he writes yeah. it down. And he'll come up to Ashley. Hey, how's Josh's business doing that launched in November? Yeah. Like, what? The the effect that that well, has. Because he understands the value. He does. Yes. And that's obviously why now, don't he's get me wrong. Everybody's is. like, why? But everybody's, no, they're not. I mean, you will meet guys who are in this very similar position as him, guys and gals who don't do that. Yeah. And then do you know what you have? You may still have a very successful business, but you do not have the um, the field of employees that are equally invested the way you are. Exactly. And that is that is the exact reason why, again, here at Visionary Meals, guys, every customer customer of ours gets a thank you card. Yeah, every handwritten. Time. Handwritten. I don't care if you order twice a week. You're getting a thank you card twice a week. And that card is first addressed to your name. Yeah. And I always do my best to find a way in the note to, again, address your name. So it doesn't seem rhetoric. Correct. Like everybody's not getting the same generic card. Uh, like, obviously, guys, to a degree, these cards are copied. I mean, I'm writing <laughs> I'm writing 100 Thousands cards of, yeah. Yeah, a, a, a week. So, uh, but but Mark's right. That, yeah. that personal, that, that extra, per, it's already personalized enough at, at times, but the extra personalized step of addressing someone's name. And this is this is a fact. It, it's, it's more expensive to acquire new customers than it is to retain existing customers. So again, things like thank you cards for your customers and addressing them by their name, making it feel personalized. Don't do this stuff in the where you type in the mail or type it out and send it in the mail. Especially don't pull this crap where you're trying to make it look like it was handwritten, yeah. but people can figure out that it wasn't. All right, follow-up calls, addressing them by their name. Guys, when these when these steps are done, names have to be said. That personalized step you you just now went that much farther in retaining a customer. I don't care what field you're in, whether you're in construction, whether you're in in, in the food industry, whether you're in sales, address people by their name. Absolutely. The effect that it's have is Well, I mean, how many times have you gone somewhere and something's not right? Yeah. Like it, it, you have to go see somebody, you know, whether it's a customer service agent or whether it's just a sales department, whatever it is and, and you're bringing them a problem. Mm -hmm. These people deal with this all the time and I'm sure they deal with people who are not very kind. Yeah, okay. But if you walk up, take a quick glance at the name tag, and like, excuse me, um, Mr. Tom or Miss Debbie, whoever right. it may be, yeah. this is what's going on. Instantly, their guard comes down, mm -hmm. their attitude changes, and I promise you, you will get a better result. Yeah. It ha I do it all the time. And people are like, much more happier to work with you, much more willing to fix whatever the issue is. Right. It's because you've just invested in them. They're now a person yeah. and not an object. Yeah, correct. Thank and it you. changes everything. That's good, Mark. Yeah. No. Oh, man. That's I'll tell good. you a good story. Yeah, so our son, our middle son, Blake, um, his whole entire life has loved Peyton Manning. Um, he loves. How can you not? He just loves Peyton Manning. His whole room is decked out in Peyton Manning. He wore 18 for years. Um, and Blake wrote Peyton Manning a letter. I think he was like in fourth or fifth grade. Okay. Peyton Manning sent him back a hand signed poster. Shut, shut up. True story. That's cool. So still has it to this day. Everybody was in shock. So I actually wrote a letter to Peyton's dad. Oh, wow. Okay. I wrote a letter to Mr. Manning and I just said, you know, the stuff like this, young men like this are not just naturally born they're raised yeah and i want to appreciate you for raising a young man that took the time out of he's a multimillionaire, famous football player he didn't have to do that right i just want to tell you and your wife you did a fantastic job. job you have a wonderful son his dad wrote me back a handwritten letter it's still in my office wow saying hey i appreciate that we've always put pride and faith in our family and this is what we do da, da, da. sent it back to me and i looked at heather i said 
I didn't I didn't expect any of that. I just wanted to send the guy a note saying, "Hey, thank you for raising a yeah. good kid. This is the same thing I try to do with mine." Like, and the guy writes me back a handwritten letter saying, "I appreciate your kind words. We've always taken pride in this. You know, I appreciate that Peyton could do that for your son." Wow. I'm like, like father, like son. That's man. just that's... They, I'm like that right there though is why you are who you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just shows investing in the human kind effect. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it's amazing those individuals that even once they get to this elite level of success, however you want to define that, they they don't need to do that. They probably no. did, they probably did that to get there. Yeah. But the fact that these individuals, so many of them out there continue it. Yeah. It's it's impactful and guys, it's it's embarrassing out there that I I I know of I know of companies, I know of just other business owners that run for example a, a social media page and they can't even get back to potential customers that dm them yeah i'm like guys you are you're missing opportunities no one is no first off no one is too good to well, what what, what is the what is the best um really the best marketing tool is what social media is free and it's fantastic mm-hmm. but the best marketing tool is word of mouth it is yeah the best marketing tool is word of mouth. People talk, mm-hmm. people share it with their friends, their family, and then Correct. it just continues to go and go Spreads. and go. And I mean, guys, it it takes nothing to do that. It costs you nothing. It takes nothing yeah. to do it. You just got to take the time to do it and do it in a personal way. Yeah. Because if you treat them, uh, yeah, hey, you, so-and-so, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pretty sure they're not coming back. Right. Correct. I mean, right off the get-go, they're not coming back. No. Yeah. No. But it, no. guys, I'm here to tell you, like anything, uh, any any type of change, and, and Josh and I have already said it, these are things that we constantly are working on, mm-hmm. um, practices we're trying to exercise, because that's what it is. It's an exercise. It takes time. It, t- it takes a ton of time. It takes practice, because like we said at the beginning of the show, Mark, how often do we're like, oh, I'm not good at names. Yeah. I'll probably forget that. I mean, it takes time. It takes commitment, and you, got, you have to force change. Yeah. You have to, and, and there's... I know that you. I know that you through reading uh, picked up some things. I know I picked up things, and not just from reading. I know our pastor is fantastic at this. Yeah. I know he does the uh, say it three times in your head. Okay. That's one of his initial things he'll that also, he does. I also really like what he does. You might have been. I might have just took it the word no, in your mouth. But he'll he'll take a photo of you. <laughs> like yes. if you're okay with, obviously he'll ask. He'll for ask permission, you. Yeah. Um, but he'll take a photo of you, and that's kind of where we kind of want to take the direction of the show, guys. Yeah. Is the importance, but the importance of the name calling, but how, okay, how do we do it? Yes. And, and everyone out there is going to find the, the way that works best for them. For myself, I'll just speak from experience real quick, and then we'll talk about what some studies have shown. But for myself, when someone, you know, says, hey, hey, my name's Mark, my name's Josh, nice to meet you, and I'm say, I say I say it back to them. Hey, Mark, it was nice to meet you. Correct. Okay, so, but looking them in the eye. So for me, I have tried, I personally have tried the whole thing. Okay, walk away, um, say their name, Mark, Mark, Mark. It, it doesn't work for me. Me either. Why? Because I need to see their face. And I think that's per- perfect example. You know, Pastor Tom, he'll, he'll take a picture of it. And he, he might attach their name within that photo. So that way he can put a face to the name, obviously. So those individuals that don't need a face, they can memorize it just by walking away, saying it three times. If that works for you, great. Try it. If not, try saying it back as they introduce themselves yep. to you. That is one thing that I have personally So found. one of the practices is not saying it in your head three times, but during your conversation, trying to utilize their name as three much as times. You can. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Good. And trying to do it naturally. Yeah. I know something that your dad and I have always done from years of coaching. You get 60, 70 new kids every year. Um, we always attach a nickname. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, sometimes the nickname gets used. In my case, a lot of times the nickname doesn't get used. It's just a trigger word for me. <laughs> right. So I see somebody, the trigger word happens, and then I know what their name is. Josh's dad, on the other hand, is never learns the real name. Everybody just keeps the nickname. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. A lot of yeah. kids loved them. It's a lot great. Of kids didn't. They'll come like, back. They'll come back for like a, a high school football game or a family reunion of some sort, <laughs> yeah. and he'll address them by their nickname. That was like 15 years ago. And they're exactly. Like, I haven't been called that since seventh grade. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, there are other. You have to find your niche as they would say and how to do this my brother is a classic repeat it three times in your head yeah. something he does but i'm also on board with you know like um park national the local institute their president's idea it's literally when i when i was in hr and the fire department i was a guy that would write stuff down okay so i worked with a lot of people in the city a lot of different branches and when i wrote down like their contact it would have a story Oh, yeah. Okay. So it'd be like today was Sarantis, Sarantis, X, Y, and Z story with it. So then when it happened, I could just reflect on these things and had a memory to go with yeah. it. Yeah. That's and how I did it. Even even more par- powerful, Mark, you had a memory. You had uh, a conversation starter. How's, how's Julie at school? Correct. How's, how's Zach? How'd Zach's season go? Yes. So being able to attach them. But I'm, I'm a communicative guy. No doubt. So I like, when I'm with people, I like to have a conversation. I want to get to know you because if I get to know you, in my opinion, here here's the way it is. I don't need to know you from an intimate standpoint, but if I get to know you, what for me, what it is, is, is now we're not just doing business. We're doing life. Correct. Yeah. So and it's kind of a, <laughs> this is the return on the investment because then when I need them to make a hard decision, doing life together usually plays a positive role in my, what I need. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but yeah. Hey, that's business. That is business. Yeah, that is business. So yeah, no, oh, man. I think another good one too is is how many toms do you know? How many mics do you okay, know? Okay, okay, good point. There's a there's another great one too. Attach elongate it. What's the last name? So when you're doing this, make sure that you're writing out this last name so you're attaching that with this. Yeah. Because obviously we know a lot of mics, know a lot of toms, we know a lot of Ashleys, we know a lot of, you know, these different common names mm-hmm. that we see on a regular basis. Attach the last name with yeah. it and elongate it and create that that memory. Well, even at times we'll Someone will introduce themselves, and it's a very unique name, yeah. all right? And you're like, it, almost so different that you think you might remember it because it is so different, but at the same time, you're like, okay, you don't know anybody else by that name, so maybe why would you remember that? And at times, it, I've even done with myself is they'll say, I'll, I'll be like, wow, that's a really unique name. And then you almost have a conversation about their name. But even when Josh has brought up a great point to think about this, and I know that I've been caught doing this too, even non-unique names, when you're... Uh, communicating with somebody, ask them for their spelling. Okay. Uh, oh, Mark, good point. Because I don't know how many good times point. I've taken a common name and spelled it the common way, and yeah, it's, it's wrong. Because wrong. Yeah. then you got to address them in an email or a letter, yeah. and you misspell their name. Now, whether you – obviously, you did it accidentally, but when they read that, like, can you spell a name right? Yeah. Because to them, their spelling is the normal spelling. Right. So it's very important that you, once again – Take that investment a little further and say, hey, I understand that your name may be Sarah. Is that Sarah with an H or Sarah without an H? Yeah. And that's simple stuff, guys. But the effect that it also can have negatively if you either pronounce their name wrong or spell their name wrong when you're trying to address them. Prime example. My wife's childhood best friend's name is Shana. Okay. Spelled identical to my niece's name, which is Shanna. Yeah. Identical spellings. Oh, wow. That would be rough. (laughs) It is rough. Yeah. Especially when they're in the same room together. Yeah. I mean, but <laughs> we happens all the time. We, it does. We have a frequent customer of ours that I, uh, she's an individual that I write her a thank you card twice a week. And her name's Kristen. But it's at the end, it's I-N instead of E-N. Yeah. 
And I, I'm telling you, I've caught myself multiple times. You think I'd get it by now, and I've finished her card, and I realize I'm like, crap, I put E in. Yeah. Tear it up, start all over. Well, that's like me. My last name's Ryan. Yeah. You know how many people spell my last name with an H? Mm-hmm. I'm not the river. <laughs> I'm not the river. Yeah. It's literally R-I-N-E. I tell people that all the time, like, but it happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, when Heather and I got married, I told her, this is a true story. I said, babe, now that you're a Ryan, I said, you will get used to spelling your last name thousands of times every year. Yeah. She's like, why? She realized very quickly. So now anytime she says Heather Ryan, R-I-N-E, it's like automatic it yeah. follows. Well, yeah. Because you have pride in that. For sure. And you want it spelled correctly. Surprisingly enough, we have to do that with Link. I'll yes. go somewhere and I'll say Link and they'll, and they'll spell L-A-K-E. They think I say Lake. I'm like Link. So I'm just like Link, L-I-N-K. And like Ashley, Ashley's like, why? Yeah, it's four letters. Why do you have to spell it? All like, the time. Just it, people misspell it. <laughs> I, I think, guys, when, you know, when we discussed this, uh, if you listened to last week's show, and we're talking about the humankind, we talk about the, um, really the environment of today's society. Personal relationships are dwindling. Um, and we assume that we have to have like this relationship as if we're best friends and we're seeing each other at cookouts. Right. When in turn, that's not even remotely what this world needs. What this world needs is kindness. Mm-hmm. You know, the random individual you meet here at the store, the random individual you run into on a walk, taking your dog, whatever it may be, people, it's all about investing. Yeah. People want to feel invested in. I mean, we see the rapid rates of suicide, of mental illness. We see the hate that goes on. And what that is, is it's a lack of investment in yeah. humanity. And it's simple things like this, using first names, showing that you're invested. When you're having a conversation with somebody, I'm very good at this. Before I let the conversation continue, I'll stop and say, by the way, my name's Mark. Good. Yeah. And invite them. Hey, you, this is me. Yeah. Invite them to share their name. So now we can have a personalized conversation. Because at that point in time now, whether I never see them again, it was a positive memory. Right. And that's all it takes. Yeah. And if all you did was give them something to do where they're like, wow, that was was actually nice. Yeah. Then maybe they do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, and we just share a little effect. bit of yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. It's important. Yeah, I mean, guys, we talk about – it is simple, guys. We talk about doing good acts and deeds out here. And, it, again, it's like, oh, why am I listening to a show and people trying to tell me how to be a good person? Guys, the answer to that is because there's just not enough of it, all right? And, and Mark and I say it all the time. If, if, we can have, if we can have effect on just one person on this show – We succeeded. It's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it to us. Yeah. So I, I hope as you guys took in all this information today that – one of you found this at least interesting or something that you kind of can check yourself and be like, you know what? I can be better at this because I tell you what, I think we all can be better at this. And oftentimes I can't tell you how many times I meet someone. They're like, I'm not going to remember your name. I'm like, all right, well I'm irrelevant. Well, usually we only <laughs> want to do things we're good at. <laughs> it's true. That's what exactly. it is. Exactly. But Mark. I think we need to be comfortable doing things that we're not good at and trying to be better. This at is them. a perfect time of year as we go into Absolutely. the new year of 2020 to, to find a category like this, it's simple, guys, to be better at. All right? Because these little... Cost you nothing. It, it's simple. It really is simple. And what, whatever your weakness is in this trait and whatever whatever act that you think that is going to be most beneficial to the way that you remen- remember individuals' names, find it and, and just practice it. Okay? Yeah. Practice, practice, practice. That's simple. All right? Like I said, my biggest thing is I, I'll meet someone and... I'm so focused on what that conversation is going to be about that I, or maybe I even get nervous before I meet them. Yeah. It's like a person maybe of authority or person I want to impress. And I'm so worried about what I'm going to say instead of just listening. Okay. So take that time to listen to what they say. And instead of having to end the conversation with, wait a second, what was your name? 
intru- introduce yourself slash their self to you and say their name back. That is what's worked for me, and I think it could work for a lot of you. Yeah. And guys, that's all we're trying to do. We're just trying to encourage everybody being the best you. Uh, we say it on here all the time, the best you is the best for everybody. Because ultimately, that's what we want. And if we can be part of the ripple effect that does that, as we, don't get me wrong, as we scale the same, I mean, guys, we're we're doing the same thing you're doing. I mean, yeah. we're just trying to do life the best we can. And we're just honestly having conversations with you guys that uh, maybe apply right now, maybe <laughs> don't apply right now. But eventually all this stuff comes full circle it does. and it's just simple little things. And it's all about too, this costs you no money. I mean, this, this doesn't take anything. It, it doesn't even take very much energy yeah. to just say, I want to be more invested in other people mm-hmm. because at the same time, that's what you want back. Yeah. I mean, it's an instant gratification thing, which this is an instant gratification society, mm-hmm. but it's a good one. It is a good one. I think we all yeah. can benefit and benefit others by doing it. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. Buddy. No, uh, no, I was just going to say, I think, um, I, I just want to encourage us all in 2020 to not be afraid to fail. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So as, as, as we're coming down to the near end of the show, I just, I just want everybody to do that because I know a lot of people probably hear this and maybe you're one of those people who are nervous. Yeah. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't do that because what you're going to do is you're going to encourage somebody else not to be afraid to fail. Right. And this is one of those great exercises that are going to have failures and successes. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Even the failures at this are good ones. Think of Hershey, guys. Yeah, oh man. If he if he was afraid to fail, look where he would not be. Look yeah. what he did out of that. Where would s'mores be without Hershey? <laughs> Seriously, I mean, really, he saved the day on that. I'm where would a, s'mores be? I'm not a big like chocolate bar guy. Me neither. But, but I'll but... smash a s'more, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. No good stuff. Yeah, man, that is really good stuff, guys. Real quick, obviously, Visionary Meals is here for the new year of 2020. Guys, again, we're here to address you by name because we love you, we appreciate you, and we respect you. As we we all... would list every name of every customer on Visionary Meals, but then <laughs> we don't have that length of time. Show, so. <laughs> we don't. No, no, we do not. But as we as we all go into this new year, guys, and, and, and you know, carry on with January or whatever time that you're you're listening to this episode, we hope that you are constantly remembering what New Year's goals that you set, okay? Yeah. And continue to hold yourself accountable of those New Year's goals, yep. okay? And we've talked about finding individuals to hold yourself accountable. We've talked about writing those goals down. If you haven't already, go write them down right now. Right this second. Go write them down, guys, and hold yourself accountable to what you want to do. Because I don't want to be, if we're listening to this show in January right now, I don't want us to hit... July, August, September, okay, and th- and that New Year's resolution goal has already faded. What it should have coulda. Let's Correct. not do that. Yeah. Let's 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 all do this together. But as of today's show, guys, um, let's use these names uh, in our in our everyday life, guys. Um, and back to Visionary Meals, guys. We are here um, to help you guys at at all with anything. And if there's an area that we can continue to be better in our craft, please don't hesitate to let us know. We are here to continue to improve and give you guys what you want, what yeah. you need. So. Agreed. Big things are coming. Big things are coming. Deliberately linked, guys. Uh, we got a lot of growing to do here in 2020, and we're super excited. I do want to say, each and every one of you, I obviously don't have the opportunity to address each and one of you again by your name, um, but I just wanted to say real quick, thank you for the success that you guys have given Mark and I to this point. 2019, we launched you know, mid-year. Uh, actually, mid-later year. Yeah. Ton of growth, ton of success, guys. The feedback that you guys have given us is truth, truth, truly overwhelming. Um, and, and, and we're so very thankful for that. 
And if you guys are interested at all to gain a closer personal relationship with Mark and I, we are here. We want to we get to know you. Uh, don't be shy to DM us, email us, contact us, guys. Again, we, we get topics. We're going to bring those topics. If you guys have topics that you guys want us to talk about, we, we want to do that for you guys. But 2020, Mark and I want to be better at our craft. Okay, Absolutely. We want to bring you guys our A game. So if there's something that we can do for each and every one of you, we will do that. But again, thank you all for listening on this show, guys. Don't forget, there is a subscribe button. Don't be that guy or girl that listens and doesn't subscribe, okay? Hook us up. Hit that button real quick that kind of sh shows us some love and kind of tells us what we can do for you guys as well. And it kind of gives us an opportunity to interact with each and every one of you a little bit more. Um, social media is why we are on every platform as far as that goes. Um, and audio platforms, we're on every platform as far yeah. as that goes. 2020, the videos will be back on YouTube. Thank you for remaining patient with us guys on that. Uh, we're still, I'm, I'm still learning out here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not figuring it out as we go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Mark, brother, do you have do you have anything else? Anything else for these no, guys? No, no. I think we said okay. it all. Good stuff, guys. Well, knock it out of the park, guys. Uh, use those names, and we appreciate each and every one of you. Deliver.